Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to All Music Podcasts. We hope you had a happy new year, and here is to 2023. Where does the time go, eh, other Steve? Things do feel slightly like they are returning to normal. I definitely enjoyed getting back to eating in restaurants and enjoying friends again. I got kind of stuffy stuck in this little studio just seeing your sad face week in and week out. Although we did manage to help keep the Kentucky bourbon industry afloat. Well, everybody has to do their job, and uh, that was a volunteer gig, I believe. So we began this podcast in May of 2019. In March of 2020, we had to take a brief pause like everyone else in the world due to the COVID outbreak. But we got back on track and are now up to nearly 150 episodes. Yeah, I'm pretty pleased with our overall total downloads. We're on track to break 50,000 as year four begins. And the growth of both repeat and unique listeners means must be doing something right. Hopefully something right and something enjoyable. I've enjoyed doing it, even with you. And we've managed to expand our palette as we've grown. As music documentaries were released at an incredible rate, we've managed to bring the directors of Rock Docs into the conversation. And in December, we returned to the roots of this podcast to talk about and recommend some books for Christmas. These were strictly Bob Dylan books that I had reviewed for allmusicbooks.com, and it got a really good response, so I imagine we'll be revisiting that concept as well. Yeah, that was kind of a lucky, unintended consequence of trying to pull something out of our arse when we didn't have any backlog episodes. I think we could expand it into not just a threefer of particular artists, but maybe work in genres or other related subjects. Hey, I love that idea. Punk rock, 
reggae, jazz for starters. I've got reviews of many different books in all of those genres, so I think that would be a ton of fun. So there's a little bit of what to look for in 2023, along, of course, with book authors and music film directors. But we're also going to give you a look back. Other Steve has gone and edited down some of our first and best interviews. The first batch of what we're calling In Case You Missed It. And those might include what, Steve? Well, I'm starting back at the beginning and cherry picking some episodes that I imagine a lot of our newer listeners may have missed. First up is our conversation with Dwayne Allman's daughter, which is our most listened to of all time. And there are very few rock bios, like Please Be With Me, a biography of Dwayne Allman by his daughter, Galadriel, who died when she was only two. As she said in another interview, quote, I'm not a musician. I didn't know him. I had to tell myself that there is a reason to do this. I did this at age 45. I wanted to do this at 21, but I knew I had better be ready to tell it. It's not an easy thing to do. Her book is wonderful, and so is our conversation with her. I mean, my father was 24 when he died. He had almost this sense of being kind of elevated or sort of deified by dying so young and being so prolific and being so talented that a lot of the stories about him that were sort of told and retold really perfected him and made him into sort of this superhero I've also redone the Van Halen Rising episode, a great recounting of Van Halen's early Orange County days, right up to them getting signed and heading off into history. Another great book and great conversation with author Greg Renoff. And you know you've done something special when your book ends just as the band explodes. And their prehistory is amazing. What ended up happening actually in Pasadena was that there were these huge houses and these kids had these parties and they had space that was, you know, a couple of football fields in size. You also have the, the sort of social permission of, you know, teenage drinking. So there was a, a little bit less of a policing of that kind of behavior. And so there was sort of a ability to get away with this to some degree. And then there's the story of Bobby Gentry's Ode to Billy Joe. That song was always blasting away on the radio in the station wagon for much of my youth. This was an early foray into the 33 and a third book series, which we've returned to again and again. For me, that song is an utterly fascinating piece of Southern Gothic family drama. It's frighteningly simple, or so it seemed. And author Tara Murtha masterfully examines that song and the rest of Bobby Gentry's career in our conversation with her. Bobby had repeatedly 
stated that that was really the point of the song, you know, as people obsessed about what was thrown off the bridge, you know, in the, the plot lines of the song, she's long maintained, you know, that the point was really showing the family's kind of disinterest in the young girl, the narrator of the song's experience. Lastly, I went for one of our out-of-the-box episodes that focused on Tiny Tim. box is the right word. It was a great combo with Justin Martell. And his book only reinforced my view that Tiny Tim was weird, and perhaps even weirder than I knew. But if nothing else, Tiny Tim was also a true original and one of a kind. Which, of course, might just be a kinder way of saying weird. Everyone should get weird and check this one out. It's a lot of fun. For some reason, as Tiny Tim became more popular and familiar to the public, that magic was sort of forgotten. But I think it's starting to come back. In my opinion, it should be regarded as one of the top albums of the 60s. It should be right there with the White Album and Are You Experienced and Velvet Underground and Nico. So we'll be going through more of these as our old episodes ran a little longer back in the day. And we'll present them in a slightly new light. And of course, we'll be talking new books and documentaries as usual. All of these are available on our brand new mobile-friendly website at allmusicpodcasts.com. And hey, both of our resolutions include paring down some of the music stuff we've both collected over the years. So be sure to check out the Crate Digger store on that new website, where you'll find CDs and vinyl, books, and very cool collectibles. There's so much good stuff. And here's to a happy new year. Thank you for tuning in and following and supporting us. And thanks for listening to All Music Podcasts, a member of Pantheon Media.